All right, Sunny 101.5. It's 5.34 in the morning, and time for the Jack and Tracy Show. Morning. Morning. And it's cold. Oh, it's just cold. No I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just yeah, cold. No, it's... <clears throat> However, uh, the high today, 40, that's going to feel like summer. That is. Well, no you know what I did yesterday, though? I mean, it's cold. and yeah. But it was snowy, and it was pretty. You mm. know how I am about right. how you much know, you this think first few knows, especially, and how beautiful it is. Right. And I hadn't been in my hot tub while it was snowing. Oh, and, that, now that would be fun. I don't know, a year or something. So, man, I just like I had a million things I should have been doing. I was like, you know what? But first, I'm going to enjoy an, an hour soak. So it's snowing. I'm there in the steaming water. It's oh, quiet. I'm relaxing. Yeah, it was really nice. That's something I, I, I that that would be fun, but I I don't have one, so I'd have to just put it. <laughs> I can help you with that. Yeah, I know you can. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, partly sunny skies. The high 40 today. Right now it's 20, and this is sunny 101.5. Sunny 101.5 with. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. All right, 617. Here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, today's Tell Me Something Good just makes me smile. <laughs> An Idaho dad of quintuplets. <clears throat> excuse me, broke a Guinness World Record by pushing a stroller carrying five children. A distance of one kilometer, a little over a half mile, I guess you would say, in five minutes and 34 seconds. So Chad Kempel and his wife, Amy, had a really tough time having kids. A lot of fertility issues. They had lost two babies. Mm. Uh, They had miscarried others. And they were just overjoyed when they learned they were having quintuplets. But, you know, needless to say, that first year with five infants is tough. Yeah, uh, and he, he never thought he would run, but bought a special stroller to help him run with all five babies. Oh, my gosh. It, it was called a quintuple pram, okay? Huh. And he did it, and he started setting records. Uh, he dedicated those initial records to his wife, who he said carried them all through that first year. Well, now, recently, five years later, his kids saw video of him attempting these records and pictures, <laughs> and they all got to talking about COVID again. We got one last record set, this time with yeah. Savannah, our oldest, and Avery, yeah. number two, seven years old, eight years old, and everyone else is five years old. There he goes. And I weighed everybody. There you go. Let's go, Daddy. And he weighed everybody, okay? Um, five kids. Five kids, 318 pounds he's pushing <laughs> in, in a quintuple pram. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he he won the record or earned the record, I guess you should say, for the fastest one kilometer pushing mm-hmm. uh, a quintuple pram. He previously earned a Guinness World Record titles for the fastest. 10 kilometers, so 6.2 miles pushing the pram. Wow. Uh, the fastest half marathon pushing the quintuple pram, and then the fastest marathon 
pushing the pram. So that again, you know, ridiculous. now he says he's hanging it up. <laughs> he said he says I'm I am done. I am done doing this and and pushing yeah. a stroller. I don't know. I just have visions of him pushing, you know, five college kids in a stroller years from now and oh, winning a marathon. What do you think? That would be a, a hilarious <laughs> video. I'd like to see him do a marathon. Yeah, no kidding. To be honest, even the video now, you look and you're just yeah, like, still, oh, there's a, a lot. lot of kids. Well, you're talking and what older you said, kids, over, eight, seven, five-year-olds. Over 300 pounds? 318 pounds. So, jeez. Oh, well, clearly, the guy is in tremendous shape. And uh, how cool, too, that he's he's dedicating his record to parents struggling with fertility, just trying to give them hope. Uh, saying, hey, we see you, you know, we were successful. Keep on keeping on. Um, It's a marathon, literally. So just, I I love that story. What a cool, tell me something good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Happy holidays. Hollywood drama, hookups, deals, and scandal. Radio Paparazzi on Sunny 101.5. 656, here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, the house from A Christmas Story has a new owner. The home in Cleveland. Yeah, Yeah, we've been talking about that for a while. It's been on the market, that home in Cleveland, for about a year. Mm -hmm. Joshua Dickerson, who's been with the house for 16 years, is the new owner. He's been with the property all of that time, and he's going to be taking over operations now as owner and managing partner. The business page for the house said, while the face of the company has long been the founder, Brian Jones. The true work has been done by Joshua Dickerson behind the scenes, so it's only fitting that he's the new owner. Uh Uh, Dickerson also has a side company connected with the property, Red Rider Legs Lamps. Well, Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood honored former First Lady Rosalind Carter during a private tribute service yesterday at Glen Memorial United Methodist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Rosalind Carter died at her home in Plains, Georgia. She was 96. Uh, the power couple performed John Lennon's song, Imagine, a few, away, few feet away from Carter's casket in front of an audience that included the president and first lady, as well as the Clintons, Michelle Obama, and many more dignitaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garth and Trisha began a special friendship with the Carters through their volunteer work with Habitat for Humanity. Well, Kylie Jenner says hiring a dog nanny was one of her best decisions. In a conversation with Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer asked her, what's the best hire you've ever made? And I think Kylie surprised people when she said, probably my dog nanny, Mm. since I have seven dogs. And then Jennifer Lawrence asked, why seven? Seven. Seven dogs. See, so makes my three look, you know, a mere three. Yeah. A mere three golden retrievers. Uh, only three? What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, but uh, Kylie said they just kept multiplying. One of them had children, and I had to keep the family together. Mm-hmm. I would love to have a dog nanny. 
you know you've made it when you can do that. Yeah. Nice. And I have a dog walker certain days of the week. Or oh, you do? I do. I, I do. know that. Okay. Yeah, I have a dog walking service that, that helps us out when we're in a bind. But, man. Well, speaking of Kendall Jenner, she's on Forbes 30 Under 30 list for 2023. The list honors young achievers doing big things in their field. She made the list based on the strength of her tequila brand, 818, which sold 123,000 cases last year. Really? That alcohol empire is worth an estimated $25 million. Others on the list include Lotto, Dylan Mulvaney, Ice Spice, Matt Reif, Jenny Ortega, Steve Lacey, and Dominic Thicke. Mm. Well, speaking of money, Guy Fieri is cashing in on his success. The Food Network host just signed a multi-year deal well, worth over $100 million with the Food Network. That's not shabby. Mm-mm. Yeah, the new agreement <laughs> will keep Fieri's shows like Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives, Guy's Grocery Games, and Tournament of Champions on the network. Mm. All righty. Ready to do some birthdays? Oh, man, really? Well, today's National Chocolates Day. Chocolates Day. So indulge a little in your favorite chocolate. All right. And uh, it is Howie Mandel's birthday. Okay, well, um, he's um, he's he's right around. Uh, he's got to be. Is this a seventy yet or not? Seventy. Sixty-eight. He's only sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about Jonathan Knight? Hmm. Um, Jonathan Knight. I'd say uh, Jonathan Knight is. Um, I know why you wanted. Oh, that's why you wanted. That's why I wanted oh, new that's, kids. That's why you wanted. Yeah, this. I was. I was waiting for you to connect the dots there. My brain's a little slow. <laughs> No kid, he's no kid anymore. You know, he might be 50. Uh, he is 55. He is 55. <laughs> he is. One day we we're watching these kids, I and know. it doesn't seem like that long ago. Gosh. One day we're watching these kids doing stuff like that, and the next mm-hmm. thing, you blink and mm-hmm. hey, uh, I don't, I'm 55. What? Time flies. What? Wow. And Russell Wilson. Man, I'm still blown away by that. Uh, I thought my guess was was actually a little. Yeah, you thought you might be overshooting him. Yeah, huh? I did. Uh, Russell Wilson is. No, it's going to be a young one. He's only like 35. You got it. He's 35. Denver Broncos. Uh-huh. Sunny 101.5 with Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks. All right, 743. Mine is a life hack to help treat a burn quickly. Oh, you know, good. You, the first is those always... Are, those hurt. Oh, they do. You're cooking, <laughs> you know, you 
touch a pot or mm-hmm. you know get or you, burned on your wrist or, or you're not thinking of it you're you're totally your brain you know is not working at all you open up the oven and you reach in and pull a tripod oh exactly <laughs> have you ever done that I, in an oven you I know have. it's hot in it's like you're just in a hurry and not thinking. So the best thing to use is aloe vera. And I think ah, we all know that. Yep. Gosh, that just takes that sting out it's immediately. Yep. But you know what? The last time I was burned, I didn't have any. So uh, you're always going to have toothpaste. Okay, but if it's a non-gel toothpaste, it has to be the normal, you know, toothpaste. Mm-hmm. That can bring you some relief right away. So first you just, you know, put your the affected area under ice cold water. But then use some non-gel toothpaste to just rub it on um, and leave it on for a few minutes. And that takes out the sting. Mm-hmm. Very good. As a matter of fact, I can add to that. Okay. A long, long time ago, back when you were a little girl. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> trying to think if you were even, I'm trying to think if you were even born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were. You were mm-hmm. a little, you were a little girl. I okay. was, I was in Hawaii. Okay. Hawaii. And the Hawaii sun, the first time, and, you know, of course, I'm on the beach all day. Right. I bur- oh, you I, got burned I, bur- I look like an apple. That's how red. I just kept applying at that aloe vera that you're talking about over and over and over mm-hmm. again. The next day, it was the, the, the redness was gone. Oh yeah, that aloe vera stuff's amazing. It it, it honestly is amazing. Really you should is. always have some in your cabinet. Yes, honestly. very good. Okay. Oh, but, uh, the year I'm speaking of was uh, 1979. By the way, where <laughs> where were you at? Um, 79. I was 1979. Elementary school. Elementary <laughs> school. <laughs> oh. Well, that's good for you. <laughs> That's good for you, though, really. Oh, Jack. Now, here's another thing. Would you stop doing something? Would you stop washing your rice down the drain? Stop doing that. Don't wash your rice down the drain. It's the most common culprit for kitchen drain clogs. Because when rice meets your really? pipes. Yes, huh. rice. You would think, oh, that's just going to, fl- you know, I don't, that's just going to go down the tube. No. When rice meets your pipes, it gradually hardens, forming a concrete-like blockage. This buildup leads to costly plumbing issues, prompting emergency calls to fix the mess. Spare yourself the expense and hassle by tossing leftover rice in the trash, not down the drain. Keep your drains clear, avoid the concrete, uh, and ensure some smooth plumbing. Uh, and ensure smooth plumbing. Your wallet and pipes will thank you. Okay. Wow. So that so don't do that. I know it just seems this because I've done it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I know it. Well, don't do it again. Jack <laughs> and Tracy's life hacks, making life just a little bit easier. Sunny 101.5, 7:56, and time for another edition of Go Figure. Thank you, Tracy, for finding this story for me. Appreciate it. No problem. Because you know it has to do with, you know, uh, lottery winners. And you, of course. You know how much joy I get out of <laughs> I do. I, I, what, oh, what, yeah, you what do. I hear or see this makes uh, him just other people winning money. Giddy. It does. It just, I, I, can't, I can't share the happiness that I experience when I <laughs> know that someone else won money like, like this. A Massachusetts man said a friend's advice 
to go big or go home helped him win a $2 million lottery jackpot. Michael Silva said he won $50 from a $10 scratch-off ticket. I've done that. Mm-hmm. And he asked a friend, what should I do with these winnings? Mm-hmm. Friend said, go big or go home. Because <laughs> that's what friends do. That's what they do. Go mm-hmm. big or go home. Which inspired Silva to spend his winnings on a 50... Now, I didn't even know that they these scratch-offs were this big. A 50 billion dollar extravaganza scratch-off ticket. I didn't know they made them that high. I didn't uh, either. 7-Eleven. Really? $50 billion dollar extravaganza scratch-off ticket. The ticket turned out to be a $2 million dollar top prize. Oh my heavens. Gosh, that is unbelievable. The 7-Eleven store was happy too because they were awarded $20,000 bonus for uh, selling the winning ticket. So they were just as happy, probably not yeah. as happy, but they were pretty happy that they got that. So remember, the next time you're, you know, wherever you're at, a 7-Eleven move, you know, just think that. Just think that in your head. Mm-hmm. Go big or oh, go, go home. home. <laughs> nice. And, and maybe I'll be reading a go figure about you. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah.